Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today, like every fifth episode, it's Steph and I sharing our own stories with you. And today we get to share them in person with my old college roommate, Dr. John Stoffer. You guys, John is such a great friend. For years, he's invited us down to Jacksonville to visit, and we've never been able to take him up on his offer. However, last weekend, Kevin flew down to Florida to have the ultimate guys trip with his buddy while I stayed home and took care of the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I have a great wife, and I have a great friend too. Men, I guarantee when you listen to this episode, you will think, Gosh, I wish I had a friend like that. John had so many activities planned for Kevin, from taking Kevin hog hunting and four-wheeling to then taking him to the Florida-Tennessee college football game and then introducing Kevin to his new passion, riding an electric bike where he doesn't have to pedal. (laughs) It was amazing. Oh, Kevin. It was so much fun. Oh, bless you. You guys, we can't wait for to hear these stories with our friend, Dr. John Stoffer. I'm Kevin. And I'm Stephanie. And during our marriage, we have dealt with an electrocution, a brain tumor, brain surgery. Then doctors telling us that children were not in our future, followed by miscarriage, and then Kevin's cancer diagnosis. However, today, we live a life completely healed and restored with three healthy children who doctors said were not possible. And we're here to tell stories that inspire, give hope, and brighten your day. Welcome to Tell Us a Good Story. This episode is being presented to you by Luby Companies, a custom home builder here in central Ohio. Let them be your builder for life. They're freaking awesome. All right, Steph. It's here. Welcome to episode 190. Oh, I'm so excited for this. And today we're with our friend in person. (gasps) Dr. John Stoffer. My old college roommate at Ohio Northern University. Or what I like to call the Harvard of the Midwest. Of course. Dr. John Stoffer. Oh, we're so, All right. so excited. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so John, you're actually episode 15 of Tell Us a Good Story. I remember. One of the first guests. Were you really? And I think John was kind of doing a favor to us. He was. Right? We had just started Tell Us a Good Story three and a half years ago. Uh-huh. And I don't think you knew what you were signing up for. No idea. No clue. I remember you jumped on the call and you're like, okay, how, how long is this going to take? Like, can I have dinner? I just put, I just put something in the oven. <laughs> kind of hungry. And then I think we talked for at least a half hour. At least a half hour. Minimum. At least. Yeah, I think it was. I was... I was a little nervous, not going to lie. Jumping on the call? Yeah. I didn't know what it was going to be. No idea. I thought you were going to make fun of me about soccer for about (laughs) 30 minutes or something like that. That's a good assumption. Yeah. So are you surprised we're still doing this? 190 episodes into this now. Not a bit. You're not? No, no. This is like normal for you guys, just to sit around and tell stories and and laugh. So you're just doing like your normal thing, I think, doing this. So it's awesome to see. Of course, you're you're a surgeon at the Mayo Clinic. And can you tell Steph how patients actually come into you and they've listened to the episode, right? Like they're asking you questions about talking to us, I believe, right? That's true. They Google their surgeon, which makes sense. And this pops up. This pops up as one of the top things on Google, and they'll listen this episode, to it. The episode that you were episode on? Episode 15 pops up, and they listen to it, and they love the stories about really? the farm and <laughs> my friend who's afraid of the cows and <laughs> my sister. <laughs> so I get a lot of uh, references to that story. That's funny. Okay, I have to say, honestly, listening to that podcast about you... John, I would definitely in a heartbeat have you be my surgeon. Yes. But if you're like in yes. a foreign country, you're like, uh, okay, I'm just going to work with what I have. Like that hands down makes you sound so legit and cool and that you can just do MacGyver anything that people throw at you. Like I would be your patient. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I'd be referring a friend, yes. family member to this guy. For sure. Okay. So you've been down there how long? 18 years? 18 years. <gasps> no, you haven't. It's been 18 years? Yep, moved from Ohio 18 years ago. Holy After med school at Ohio State. And probably for 15 years, you've been asking me to come visit you down in Jacksonville. I've been waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Kev, come on down. Right. And so Steph finally let me come visit (laughs) you. That's exactly what it was. Last (laughs) weekend. And so for the first time, flew down to Jacksonville. And John, you have... So many activities planned for me. And it was funny because your wife's like, I'm so thankful you're here because John has somebody to play with now. <laughs> That's so true. She thinks I have way too much energy. My kids are, you know, moved out. She can't keep up. And I have all this fun stuff to do and no one to do with. So it's great. So I haven't told Steph 
hardly anything from the trip. I know nothing about this trip. So, folks, I left Friday afternoon last weekend, got down to Jacksonville, 5.30 on Friday night, and then left first thing Monday morning. I took the 7.30 flight out of Jacksonville. So, I was with John two and almost two and a half days. And John had all these activities planned for me. And it took a lot of caffeine to try to keep <laughs> up with you, John. As you know, I, I mean, I'm talking like Celsius drinks and all, you know, coffees. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. Holy cow, you're like a teenager here. Just, okay, now what do you want to do? Do you want to go on my boat? Uh, do you want to go throw a football? Uh, you want to jump in my pool? What do you want to do? I'm like, we did it all. Oh my God. <laughs> we did. Now, typically, and again, this is rare because when I get back from a guy's trip, I know I need to inform this woman of all the details because she's been battling with three little kids uh-huh. all weekend. And so when we've gone on like high state trips, when I get back, I know I've got to download staff with all of the details. In detail. In detail. Do not leave anything like, out. You got there. You got off the plane. Yes. Then what happened? <laughs> what did you eat? All right. And then did you woke up Saturday morning. Yes. You opened your eyeballs. Then, then what, what did happened? You do? Did you brush your teeth first? <laughs> what happened? Like... I have to go through massive detail for Steph to feel like she was there included. Yes. And so you've been really good this week, I've Steph, so about not good. asking me questions Thank about you this. Thank for acknowledging that. So you're really anxious to hear I some of these stories. John, jump in at any time here. Okay. Okay. So down in Jacksonville, John mm-hmm. picks me up in this massive truck, Ford F-250, right? Which, With a lift. That surprises me. I was like, wait. He has a Ford F2. Like, you, you did ask he, me that. He still brings out the... He sells the country boy in him. Get in a truck. You can't take the boy out of the country. I got to do a box jump just to get in your truck, John. <laughs> it is a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> But it's very Southern. This is what you do in the South. Wait, A big really? truck like that? A big truck, lift it up high. Steph. Re- wait, wait, wait. Even for a surgeon... Are you the only surgeon that has a Ford Oh, that's F-250? a good point. Because you're probably taking up two parking that's spots yeah. at the, the Mayo garage. Clinic. Yeah, I have to park in between the Teslas and the, <laughs> the BMWs. <laughs> I think so I do stand out in the parking garage. You're right. Wait, how many parking spaces does it take for your truck to pull in? I can pull it in one. I just got to pull the tires in. And, ah. Yeah, sometimes I have to shimmy out. <laughs> so he picks me up and immediately he's like, okay, you want to go shoot? Let's go shoot. So yes, let's go shoot some guns. Uh-huh. So he's got a bunch of stuff like hidden in his back seat. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what's back there. All right. So he has a farm, what, probably an hour away, I would yeah, say? Yeah, about 45 minutes out. Okay. He's, you've got 10 acres. You and your wife have 10 acres. And then your mother-in-law has another 40, I believe. Correct. So 50 acres out here in Florida. And just beautiful. Oh, wait. Like, is it like the country here in Ohio? Or do you, besides the humidity in Florida, do you feel like you're back in Ohio when you're out on these lands? It's quiet. It's quiet. It's out in the country. The um, the trees are different. They're mostly pines and oaks. Okay. So it's not the same. It's more swampy. Yeah, you're not farming mm-hmm. there. Yeah, but it's similar. It's pretty similar. Okay. I've been holding this question, but I can't anymore because you just said the word. Do you see pythons there? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. There's no? No, pyth- no, that's South Florida. What we they're see. Supposed to, they're migrating up, John. <laughs> they are. They are. They're coming. I'm, I'm watching the python routes. They're moving north. The rattlesnakes and the water moccasins keep them out, though. There are rattlesnakes on that farm. I didn't tell Kevin this because I was a little bit worried he wouldn't come out there and shoot with me. I've been shooting but at the ground. I've seen plenty of rattlesnakes. We've killed a few out there. They are big, too. Really? Big rattlesnakes, yep. Now, the rattlesnakes, though, you can kind of hear them coming. What about the water moccasins? Are you just constantly like looking? I always look when I walk. On that farm, I'm yeah. always looking. So that's why I had Kevin follow me almost everywhere. Because I was <laughs> Pretty looking much. for yeah. snakes. Now, are you wearing boots or do you ever wear flip-flops? Oh, uh, no, no, don't do that. No, flip-flops. No, just boots. Yeah, mostly boots when I'm out there. Yeah, so you stomp on them if you have to. <laughs> exactly. Or run. Or run. Or run. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> Shoot them from a, from a distance, a safe distance. <laughs> okay, Steph, we're on the way yes. to this place. John gets a phone call from a colleague at I don't I don't know what hospital this was mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. gets a phone call and it's another surgeon okay puts this surgeon through you know through the bluetooth in his truck mm-hmm. and the nurse apparently is holding the phone for him he starts asking Dr. John here hey I've got this guy open here on the table <laughs> I just pulled up the gallbladder <laughs> and I'm having a problem you know connecting the DL to the HL to whatever <laughs> what are your thoughts <laughs> Am I making this up, John? <laughs> Not at all. He no, literally there's... calls John. Is like, what, what am I supposed to do? I'm having a hard time. Like, he's got this dude open <laughs> in front of him. Doesn't know what to do. It's not like you're going to YouTube this. Yeah. 
Like he's in the middle of surgery and he's calling John. I'm like, are you going to put him on FaceTime? What are you going to do? And you said you've done that before, yeah, right? Yeah, I've, I've FaceTime into the OR before. Yeah, just to kind of guide the surgeon because, you know, I've got a specialty. And then when people are on call, they do other things. And then sometimes they have to operate in my specialty. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll call me and I'll kind of help them through it. They know what they're doing, but just to, just to you know, double check. So whoever this surgeon was, again, I don't, I don't know what hospital he's from, mm-hmm. is calling John. And John's like, yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you, like without seeing it right uh-huh. now. I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you. And to me, he was very calm. The guy's talking like me trying to hang a ceiling fan, right? Yes. Like connecting different <laughs> wires. Like, okay, this is the hot one. This is don't let these two wires touch. That's how he's talking to John. Yeah. And John's like, I, I don't know what to tell you. And the surgeon's like, okay, don't worry. I'll, I'll figure it out. And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean you'll figure it out? <laughs> like there is an open body in front of you. What do you mean you'll figure it out? Mm-hmm. Like, is, is that normal, John? Where, like, not you, but other people are like, oh, I don't know what to do here. Like, who do I call? And then literally, it's like calling a lifeline, calling you. Hey, can you help me out here? How am I supposed to connect this? Yeah. Yeah, though, there was a lot of acronyms being flown around. Yes. <laughs> I understand. So you couldn't really understand. But, yeah, I mean, there's, there's different ways to connect things. So <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, you know best. You'll, you'll figure it out. You've seen this before. <laughs> that blew me away. Like, uh, don't worry, I'll figure it out. Like, dude, you have an open body in front of you. You can't just, like, sew them back up and then tell the patient, hey, sorry, we're going to have to reschedule this. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. So that blew me away. I could not believe I was hearing this conversation. But live. you know what? You kind of go back to when episode 15, when you would be in a foreign country and at one point you had, like, a bleeder and they could have bled out and you're just so calm. Like, well, do you have this? No, we don't. You were just so calm talking. I think it's like a surgeon thing. Like you have you to be. You have to be so even keeled during that surgery or, you know, things could get crazy. Yeah, I, I obviously would not be a good surgeon. You would not. Yeah, you got to have plan A, yeah. plan B, plan C. Jeez. Something will work. Yeah, one yeah. of those. All right, Steph, I'm going to test you again here. What is your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, it's the Bible, Kevin. <laughs> yes. Nailed it. Very good. This time, you didn't say the book we wrote called You Met Her Where. But it's still a really good book. That is true. And it would make a great gift for friends or relatives on their birthday or for Christmas. Friends, you can order your copy of our book titled You Met Her Where at KevinAndSteph.com. And we will make sure to personally sign a copy for you or whoever you want. And as always, thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. Okay, John, tell Steph how easy it is to impress me. Like when I got there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Can you show that's true. Steph? Well, you know, I heard about your story in Colorado, and I could just see you getting off that plane and just seeing mountains <laughs> for the first time, just being blown away. And I would just laugh at you. Just We're like all, all the other selfies. Like, oh, my gosh. Did anybody else see this besides me? Oh, yes. We were definitely tourists there. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, it was not hard to uh, impress you by a, a few things to see. <laughs> the, the truck. Uh, what else? What was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I gave him, like, soda, a pop, and he was so excited to get a Coke Zero. It's like, Steph doesn't let me have this at home. <laughs> I knew he was going to blame it on me. Like, you're the easiest <laughs> person to host in the world. This is awesome. Like, I only get this at kids' birthday parties. <laughs> and, and not my kids' birthday or parties. When pa- or when Paul and Michelle come over. Yes. He's like, oh, they brought me pop. Yes. Or at your parents' house. Yes. Sometimes they, ha- they have They'll pop have there. Pizza for, yeah. nights. Yeah, so I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to drink pop. And then John's just shaking his head like, dude, if that's all it takes to impress you, just wait. Poor guy doesn't get out much. <laughs> he's not. Well, at one point, he's like, Seth. Like, on Saturday, he's like, you won't believe there's something called the Celsius drinks. He's like, John gave me one. He's like, they're amazing. These are yeah. really good. <laughs> like, really good. And you had said, like, you're not going to be able to sleep. Yeah. But I had no problem Kept sleeping. Kept going. Yeah. It definitely it helped me keep up with that guy. But yeah. I know what you mean. I've been through when I had little kids. And you are just like, that's all you do. In yes. Your yes. Life. And then it's like, you're, you know, you're holed up there a little bit. And you get out. So, it was yeah. good to see you out. <laughs> so, Steph, we get to this farm. And John starts pulling out the stuff, puts it in the bed of his truck. He's like, okay, get in the bed here. And then he sets like this tripod or something on top of his truck, puts this rifle on there. Then he's got this scope to the side. And like he's got all of these guns and <laughs> ammunition. And it was a 308 or something. Is it was that right? A 308. A 308, 308 rifle. Yeah. And I'm like, who are you, dude? <laughs> like, I have who, a lot of what time have you turned into? <laughs> 
I don't remember any of this. Like, <laughs> you have your militia in the back of this truck. So I grew up, you know, Mennonite on a farm, not allowed to have a weapon, couldn't even have a BB gun. So now I've got time, and I <laughs> so, trying to make up for lost time. I think. So he pulls one of his gun out, mm-hmm. three hundred eight something. All right, the sucker is heavy. And it looks something like straight out of combat. Okay. Like it looks like something they're using it's over It's in, a SWAT team rifle. Is, is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. And he's like, you want to shoot this? I'm like, I do not. <laughs> 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 I want to watch you shoot it first because I'm concerned with the kick or whatever. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. I've gone out shooting a couple times. There's a handful of times. And I'm like, no, I want to see you shoot it first. Okay. So... We're on the back of his truck. He puts the SWAT team rifle on top of the tripod the cab, or whatever, uh-huh. the cab, and he's got a scope to the left. He's like, okay, put your head on the scope. And I'm like, okay. So I'm literally right to the left in the bed of his truck, and we are like leaning on top of the, the cab. Uh-huh. And so he's like, okay, get ready here. I'm going to fire it on three, one, two, and then bang and stuff. I knew it was coming, and it still scared me. <laughs> like this powerful bang. It was so freaking loud. And we had... <laughs> I had headphones on, and it still surprised me. Like, I didn't jump out of the truck, but it was incredibly loud. <laughs> incredibly loud. It is. It's a big kick. It's a big, it's a big caliber. Yes. So then he lets me shoot it, and he records me shooting mm-hmm. it. And so I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. And then as soon as I go to shoot it, I turn my head completely to, <laughs> it to just shoot it. <laughs> Blindly. <laughs> Basically, close your eyes and turn your head. And shoot it. I'm like, did I hit it? He's like, no, you didn't hit anything at all. All right, Steph. So then we drive to his house. Okay. And thankfully, he's got hunting gear for me from his son, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm the same size as his son, Austin. And so he's got boots. He's got a shirt and pants for me. So John here apparently is an avid hunter now. Okay. <laughs> That's my new thing. Apparently gets the clothes out of the dryer and you wash them in some scentless thing. Right, scent oh, killer. Oh, yes. Okay, so then he hands me a bottle of body wash. And it's like, you need to go take a shower now. Get all the scent off of you. What? I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. These hogs that we're hunting, they are going to be able to track you by sound and by your scent. we got to get the scent off of you. So go take a shower. Wait, wait, wait. So like, what kind of body wash? Is it special body wash? Yeah, it's a special scent killer body wash. What? Yes. So, okay, so if I came up and smelled you, I couldn't really smell <laughs> no, you? No, you couldn't tell the difference, but the hogs can. They can smell that subtle Interesting. body. So, scentless body wash and scentless like detergent right. that you have to use. Int- so, there's no like dryer sheets in your dryer? Not for those Not clothes. for those. No. no. So, John could have totally pulled one on me, Seth, <laughs> and be like, hey, here's some pig urine. You got to rub this on you. And I'm like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> When in Rome, uh, yeah, pour those on my boots, right? I like you could have done chance. anything. I know, I know, I missed you my chance. So you could have done, done anything. I'm like, oh, okay. I, for- I forgot how gullible you, you got- were. <laughs> I need you to go sit in this bathtub for 15 minutes exactly, pour some salt in there, and then rub this on your body. Like, you so could have done that. I, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next step. <laughs> next trip. Yeah. <laughs> so at the farm, though, before we left, John goes. Hey, do you want to go four-wheeling? I was like, oh, yeah, that's fun. And then John's like, hey, do you, you want to ride with me? I'm like, oh, I, I, I guess I can, right? We, two dudes on one four-wheeler? <laughs> I, I guess. Well, then I look, and there's an, a second four-wheeler. I'm like, what about this one? He's like, oh, yeah, you can ride that one, too. <laughs> like, oh, yes, let me ride that one. We don't need to have, of- like, a Brokeback Mountain <laughs> moment here. <laughs> as, as your mother-in-law looks out, you see, like... <laughs> I'm holding on to John, zipping through the swamp area. Like, what are these guys doing? That's right. This was was a college roommate? Our first of two dumb and (laughs) possible dumb and dumber. (laughs) So I'm like, yes, John, can I please drive that way? (laughs) So we've got 50 acres of land that we can just drive through. And so John starts going through, and there is some high stuff. There There is a couple sections where I'm like, Oh my gosh, are we in Jurassic Park here? So I took a video and I'll show you. Uh-huh. Now, now that we're talking about what's yes. happened, I'll show you the video. But Steph, it looks like we're going through Jurassic Park on four wheelers. So I'm just following. Yeah, I haven't mowed it for the year yet. I'm trying to kill some weeds. So uh-huh. it's pretty high, like five foot, six foot. <gasps> yeah, it's really high, like over our heads. Okay, 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 okay. So At like, dark. Say- At dark with no helmets on. <laughs> like it's pitch black? It's getting there. Yeah, it was dusk. Okay, so you're riding. 
A, there's not like a cliff that you could like fall over. No, cliff, right? this is no. Florida. You can't go into like water. Like there's a pond you on your property. You could, you could, but you know where that's at. Yeah, I knew where it was you at. You know where that's at. Okay, so what happens if you go like you could just like hit a hit hog, a tree, a tree, a hog, a tree that's down, all of it. You could yeah run across deer. I haven't seen hogs out there. But you could you could see an animal, you could see maybe some down trees or something. But I was pretty sure there wasn't any out there. It's pretty sure. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I would have paid money to have a deer just like jump up in oh. front of Kevin. Okay, John, tell Steph what I'm like on a four wheeler. This is like the third time in my <laughs> life I think I've been on a four wheeler. Yeah, I started going. I was like, wait, I thought Kevin was behind me. <laughs> I see him motoring along about five, six miles an hour. I was like, Kevin, the uh, the accelerator is on your right thumb. Just push it. <laughs> so, you can go faster than that. Yeah, exactly. So so we got him to kind of get up to maybe 10, 12 miles an hour. <laughs> We're coming along. I'd stop, wait him to kind of catch up. He was, he was figuring it out. He yes. got yes. it, though. He, he got, got it. better. I got yep. better. But yeah, I just followed John. John is way more confident on a four-wheeler than I am. Yes. So then, you know, get through Jurassic Park and, and all that. And I asked John, like, hey, can you take a couple pictures here to prove that I was actually out here in, in the Amazon? <laughs> so I could show Steph. So he took a couple pictures. Then we get in this open path. He's like, all right, you want to race? I'm like, not really. <laughs> so then John just takes off. And then I take off. And literally, then half a second I've got dirt like getting kicked back <laughs> at me and I'm just trying to you know keep it steady and I got it up to I think 35 miles an hour and then slowed down I don't know what you got it up to but sounds about right a lot faster than me <laughs> I had the bigger one yeah so John's way more confident and that's that's the other thing this whole weekend I kept joking with John I'm like John you are way too risky for being a surgeon like dude I wouldn't shake anybody's hands <laughs> if I were you let alone Playing around with guns and all the other stuff that you do, working on this farm and everything. Like your hands need to be insured, like bubble wrapped. <laughs> like you have way too much on you to be able to do the stuff you're doing. You got to live your life. You know, you got to do you know normal things and not worry about that kind of thing. That's my theory, at least. <laughs> Steph, we cannot do this podcast all by ourselves. When we first started, we needed some major help and guidance with our technology issues, and we're extremely fortunate to have met Mr. Craig Clausen. That man has been an absolute godsend for us. I freaking love Craig. Clausen Solutions Group is an information, technology, and media management company helping customers with their people, process, technology, and message. CSG helps organizations with their technology implementations, project and change management, and social media messaging. I have no idea what you just said. I honestly don't know either, but we both know Craig's amazing at it. So. He's just really good at He's his really job. He's really good okay? at what he does. <laughs> Trust us, he's very good with technology. So if you have any technology issues, social media needs, just don't know where to start, give Clawson Solutions Group a call at 614-859-6328. They are a proud sponsor of... Tell us a good story. So we get ready to go hog hunting. Okay. I'm ready for this. Yes. <laughs> hog hunting. Hog hunting. Okay. And before we go hog hunting, mm -hmm. he takes me... This was a weekend of first. Okay. John takes me to this gas station that we don't have here in Ohio. Okay. Called Bucky's. Have you ever seen one of I've these? I've heard of Bucky's. <laughs> Again, John, John's laughing at me because <laughs> me seeing Bucky's for the first time. You John. walked in like it was Disneyland. <laughs> like just a big gas station, Kevin. <laughs> they have food. They have drinks. They might be selling Walmart clothes. But <laughs> he was so excited about Bucky's. <laughs> so funny to see. Mike, they have a wall of just beef jerky. Okay. And then I can't believe how big this place is. It is like BP and Walmart had a baby together <laughs> and it was Bucky's. It is Wait, that big. So. Did you buy a souvenir? I did not. <gasps> I did not. I didn't have my wallet on me. That is why. <laughs> she got you the onesie. <laughs> the big yes, Bucky's the onesie. onesie. Bucks. Yeah. That place was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. So that was the first. So then. Dr. John here rents some property. How big is this land? Out, it's about a half hour outside of Jacksonville. How many acres is it's that? It's 1,400 acres. Okay. And you can rent a portion of the property, right? And then you can set up a tree stand wherever you want. Um, make sure you're away from other people. Mm -hmm. so Wait, John, do you rent it for the, the night? For the no, year? it's like a year-long lease. Okay. We have like seven or eight of us doing a year-long lease in this like 1,400 acre plot. So how, how big is your plot? 
You can go anywhere, right? Anywhere, yeah. You can go anywhere within oh. the 1,400 acres. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So you can walk anywhere, but then John set up in a certain area. His tree stand was like, you know, 12, 15 foot high mm-hmm. up in the tree. And so we get there. He turns his lights off. He had been giving me the rundown of, uh, you know, the most dangerous part was us getting into the tree stand and out of the tree stand without shooting each other with these, you know, SWAT team rifles. Mm-hmm. So uh, I made sure I paid attention during yes, that good. conversation with John. But get them loaded because they can hear the sound. So you, you get them cocked and everything, got the safety on. You know, I've got this green light on my head as we're walking through swamp and all this. And he reminds me, hey, be careful where you walk. There's, there's snakes out here. <laughs> so we're, it's pitch black. Are you tiptoeing I'm, Oh, Steph, <laughs> you know it. I am like trying not to make a peep. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, like this just got real. Like he's, t- he's telling me this stuff. the scariest part in the middle of the night. Yes. Walking through the swamp. At midnight, you're walking through the swamp and he's, you know, he's prepping me mentally on the way there. But then once you're there and uh-huh. you're in the middle of it, you're like, oh boy, okay. <laughs> I've got my headphones on. I got this 308 attached to me. I got a headlight. I am looking all around my feet like there better not be a python <laughs> around me. Like I am very aware. Yeah. I'm very aware of my surroundings. Uh-huh. And then you're walking through water uh-huh. that you don't know what's in the well, water. Wait, how, how high up is the water? It's about what six eight inches maybe yes is it really yes Mm -hmm. and you got to be quiet because these hogs that we're hunting the scent and the the sound yeah and the sound okay so the light that's what green light you can use it's they're not going to detect that but it's the scent and the sound so you got to be very quiet like how sensitive are their ears i don't think too sensitive okay i think it's mostly the smell okay but yeah if we were if we were making loud noises we probably could have scared them away for the night got it Okay, so John gave me this headgear okay. with a microphone so we can whisper and hear each other. So, he, again, he's got all these toys, right? I'm like, okay, this is fantastic. <laughs> so, as we're walking, you hear all these bugs around you. You hear birds. I mean, it's like very elevated. Uh-huh. And so, we had the plan. John was like, when we get there, we are going to shoot on three. So, it's going to be one, two, bang. Uh-huh. We are shooting at the same time. Okay. So, John's setup is he's got this tree stand. 15 foot tall. Wait, how far did you have to walk to get to the tree stand? I'd say 50 yards. Oh, so from where your car parked? Yeah. yeah. So 50 yards <laughs> and swamp. you're high stepping. Well, I'm nervous. very aware of my. Well, when you're going slow yeah. for 50 yards, mm-hmm. it feels like 500 yards. <laughs> Does it? In the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. And you know, there's That's snakes true. there. I don't yes. know if there's crocodiles in the swamp. I have <laughs> yeah. no idea. It just took you like forever, you felt like, to get there. Yes. Uh-huh. Very much. I mean, I in my headgear, this is all I hear. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> like me <laughs> me breathing really hard like <laughs> like I'm trying to be quiet but like, I mean I'm in the middle of the swamp here <laughs> out of my surroundings he did good he was brave he put on his brave face oh, okay here we go heart, don't, don't be scared you got this babe you're so brave you can do it so we get to the, the tree stand and then 50 yards away from that, John's got this corn feeder, and mm-hmm. it looks like a water tower. A water tower that's probably, what, eight foot high? Yeah, foot six, high? five or six, I think, from the ground. Okay. The bottom. So of it. it's a water tower of corn. So he okay. will put corn in this water tower-looking feeder, uh-huh. and then on his phone, he can set it, hey, every night at 11 o'clock, I want to open up and let corn out. And then no. the animals will come to this feeder, the hogs or whatever, and then you can just mow him down. So that's his setup. Oh, this is <laughs> amazing. He's got a camera on a tree Kay. that takes pictures on any, uh, any movement, right? Yeah. Any motion. So throughout the day, he's getting all these texts. I'm like, dude, you've got more pictures of animals on your phone <laughs> than your own kids. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. It is. It's fun to watch. <laughs> Wait, what's the craziest picture you've gotten? Uh, we see turkey. We'll see coyote. Uh-huh. We see some big deer sometimes. Uh-huh. That's usually about it. No Sasquatch. No, yeah. Sasquatch. I, was gonna say, no Sasquatch. I was looking for them too out there, Stabby. <laughs> no swamp people. <laughs> so we finally get in the tree stand mm-hmm. and you hear it. Kay. You hear it turn on. Okay. I'm like, okay, here we go, here we go. So then John and I have been whispering back and forth uh-huh. in this tree stand, 12, 15 feet up, and I mean it's tight up there. And we've got the guns on the the ledge, okay? right? And periodically, we're just looking through the scope. Do we see anything? Do we see anything? So John would be like, "Hey, you see that armadillo over there?" I'm like, "Yep, I see it. It's like white in the scope." Okay. And then two minutes later, "Hey, you see that raccoon over there?" Yep, I see it. So then the hogs come. 
we're like, oh, so we're looking through it. And again, my heart, like, okay, here we go. And John said, you get one shot, don't you? Pretty much. They're quick. They're gone once you take one shot. You take one shot, and then they just disperse. Uh He's like, so we're just going to get one shot. So we have three hogs lined up. And so they're not perpendicular. Like, I want them, I want, like, perfect so I can shoot it, both of us. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, John starts talking. I'm like, John, I can't hear you. (laughs) (laughs) John. The John be like, okay, you get the one left, I'll get the one right. And then 30 seconds later, they like, they swap positions. And he's like, okay, now I get the one left. I'm like, what'd you say? (laughs) John, John, I can't hear you. And then you say something like, John, I can't hear what you're saying, dude. Like we're, we're, he's trying to be so quiet. I can't understand. Like this is vital information to know when are we shooting? What are we shooting at? And so we waited 15 minutes, John. Yeah. I think we overthought it. I think we did too. All right. So, so they're eating the whole time. Yeah, they're okay. just they're just hanging out, eating, but they're moving continuously. Yes. That's the hard part. And okay. we want them to move so they're both perpendicular so we can shoot the whole side of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're trying to each get one. We're trying uh-huh. to be a little too greedy. Maybe each we should have shot get at one. one. Yeah. But we're both shooting at an individual hog. Okay. All right. So finally get to the point. Like he's <laughs> like, here we go. On three. One, two, and it's <laughs> like so freaking loud and then john shoots again and we go to look i can't tell I'm like did i hit it did i not hit it and so we get out of the tree stand we start looking and we don't see any blood we start you know trying to trail it we don't see blood anywhere so apparently we missed uh-huh we were up there and we totally missed oh, can you talk about man. a bomber like i took a shower for this <laughs> <laughs> i took a shower <laughs> okay so Say you got one. How big were these hogs? They were about 80 pounds or so. They're not huge. Okay. Not like the Texas hogs that are large boars. Yeah. These are small swamp hogs, kind of. So you like grab them by their legs and take them them back to the truck? Drag them out and take them to the truck and then take them where you skin them and uh, harvest the meat. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So basically, John was going to throw it over his shoulders and just (laughs) walk back to the truck. That's right. (laughs) That's what I was expecting him to do. (laughs) So, and I would just, yeah, I would just learn. I would just be your your sidekick there. So unfortunately, we didn't get anything that night. So then the next morning, we FaceTimed Uh with the kids and and you. And L, I mean, the first question was, Daddy, did you shoot anything last night? Yep. And I told Elle, yep, we got eight hogs last night. And Elle <laughs> she like, was so mad. She was so mad. <laughs> Daddy, you promised me you weren't going to shoot anything. I'm like, I did not promise that, honey. <laughs> like, she was really upset. She loves animals. Oh, my gosh. So she will be excited to know that but we missed that night. Mm-hmm. We didn't get anything. She'll be happy. At least we made her happy. But yeah. we did go out a second time. <gasps> so we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that stuff. So... It's now Saturday. Okay. And again, John has all these activities planned. <laughs> so, so many activities. First thing he does is, hey, Kevin, you would go for a bike ride in the neighborhood. Love it. John lives in this gated community. Just beautiful, beautiful neighborhood. And again, it's the weekend of first. <laughs> so he breaks out these bikes. John, please tell Steph about these bikes because I'm in love <laughs> with these bikes now. <laughs> He does. He loves them. He loved it. They're electric bikes. Uh-huh. So you don't even have to pedal. Sounds you can just right. sit there <laughs> and like hit that button. And <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no pedaling necessary. It's great. And they go like 25, 28 miles oh, yeah. an hour. Steph, they fold up. They literally fold in half. So we could put them in the, the van. We could put them in my, my vehicle, anything. So we start going and we see these other suckers out on <laughs> normal bikes actually riding and yeah. we're just riding, like... Riding, sweating, working yes. hard. We're like, we're look at this by. <laughs> yeah, who <laughs> wants to have any physical activity <laughs> I to better felt, your heart? Yes. I felt guilty. I literally press a button and it just goes. It is unbelievable. It just goes. This bike is made for you, Kevin. It was <laughs> phenomenal. So literally, I got up to, I think, 26 miles an hour. And I guess it depends on your weight. But it, it can get up probably the 30 miles an hour depending on your weight mm-hmm. so wait wait wait. so you had no problem gunning a little bicycle but the four-wheeler <laughs> that's when you were more timid well because in the four-wheeler i'm in this area and you can't see what's in front of you didn't he say it was wide open at the end some of that was yeah that was fine okay you, and i got that were, up i got okay. that up to 35 miles an hour oh that's true mm-hmm. but here we're beside of a golf course we're on the road i can see what's in front of me and we again in the suburbs not the- <laughs> i'm following john John is very confident on this bike. He will just immediately turn right. I'm like, oh, dude. And I've got to like, 
<laughs> I like how to go make a U-turn, come back, and then get on the sidewalk, and he's wanting to show me something, and then he'll turn left without telling me, and you don't give any signs with your hands, and I'm like, okay, hold on, and I'm trying to you know make a turn, but these bikes are fantastic stuff. So two good-looking yes. manly yes. men on electric Masculine. bikes. Perfect. Hey, same thing. We get out in front of the house, and he has his bike. He's like, hey, do you just want to ride on the back with so me? So there's two or? people. I'm just offering. It's a two-person bike. we got a little seat on the back. You can just hold yes. on. Let's take our we shirts got, off, too, John. we got John. some goggles we, <laughs> we can put on. That is that's, definitely a Dumb and Dumber moment. Dumb and Dumber part two. Yes. I'm like, if there's a second bike, I would prefer to be on that. Fine. There you go. <laughs> so, so we get on those, all right? And then we pack those in the truck. Okay. And then... Next activity, we are going to one of John's colleagues, one of his friends' house in Gainesville. John is treating me to the Tennessee Florida football game. So fun. And that is like one of the top games of the weekend. Uh-huh. And it's a night game at their stadium there called the Swamp in Gainesville. So he has a friend who's a surgeon there in the area. Mm-hmm. So the surgeon said, Hey, come stop by my place before and then we'll go to a tailgate. We pull in and it's a multi-million dollar property, I mm-hmm. would say, on a lake. Okay, he's got two docks, a boathouse, and then the driveway, there's another huge Ford F-250. <laughs> like, Yo, yeah. you found I'm your home. person. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Like, this Tell is my you. tribe right <laughs> here. <laughs> all over. <laughs> and then in the driveway is like a BMW and I think a Tesla and all that. I'm like, okay. Whoever is here is a lot more affluent than I am. Yes. All right. So try to fit in is what I'm <laughs> thinking. All right. Turn on the charm, but don't say too much as well. Yeah. So we go in the backyard and the backyard is wide open. And I, I realize he's got two and a half acres. It's very nice. And it's on this beautiful lake. And guess who comes out to meet John and I? Three dogs. <gasps> <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> He loves them he so does. much. I know. He's he such a dog dogs. person. <laughs> I don't know what kind of dogs these uh-huh. are. Okay. So we go, and I'm going to change the names. But the owner of the house, John's friend, we'll call him Sam, comes up, says hello, introduces us, and he's like, hey, by the way, don't pet this one. This one bites. You're like, no problem. <laughs> I'm like, hey, thank you, Sam. You are the first pet owner who has told me that their dog actually bites. Thank mm-hmm. you for telling me that. I'm not going to pet him. And he's like, well... He just bit Matt a few minutes ago. And you look at Matt, who's another friend, and he's got he's got bandages all over his leg. What? His, his leg bleeding. Fresh wounds. Like he had just gotten bit by this dog by this dog before we got there. Like multiple bites on his leg. Yeah, he did. I'm like, oh no. Okay, so of these three dogs though, two of them look like they're twins. One is Joey and the other is Jay. Jay's the one don't touch. Uh-huh. Okay. Joey apparently is the one who wants to he loves people. cuddle with you. Loves people. Right? Yeah. All right. So don't touch Jay, mm-hmm. but you can touch Joey, but they look exactly like <laughs> identical. They look identical. <laughs> so we go over to this dock, and he's got a boathouse there. And he goes, Come on in, let me grab you a drink. We go in this boathouse, and it's like a it's like a full bar uh-huh. stuff in this boathouse. And you know, he's got all this fancy liquor and bottles of wine everywhere, and Matt's chugging this bottle of wine. And I'm like, do you have pop? I would love pop. <laughs> I was excited for that. <laughs> so, John has a Diet Coke. I've got a Coke. I'm like, okay. This is, uh, this is good. This is good. So I sit down, and guess who won't leave me alone? <gasps> Jay. I don't Joey. know. One of those what two dogs. <laughs> they won't leave me alone. So I will stand up to get their head away from my lap. Uh-huh. Okay. And so I'll keep standing up, and then they just wanted to play. So they had like a ball in their mouth, so I'd take the ball and then just throw it in the yard. And then they would come back. I'm like, no, no, go, go over to him. And then they would go over to John. John would take it, throw it. And so after maybe an hour, the owner of the home, Sam's like, hey, you guys want to go wakeboarding? You want to go on the boat? You want to go for a ride? And he looks at me. He's like, hey, you want to go wakeboarding? I'm like, well, I don't have my swimsuit. He's like, what size are you, 34? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll go get you some trunks. I'm like, well, that would be awesome. And I'm like, well, just so you know, I've never done this before, but that'd be fun. He's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> he totally, We're not teaching today. He totally rips away the invitation. <laughs> oh, never mind. Like, I don't want to take the time. I'm like, no, I guarantee you I can figure it out pretty quick. Yeah. I go, I snowboard. He's like, nah, I don't, uh, let's not do that today. So we get on the boat and I ask if there's any alligators out here. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, but Sam... <laughs> Ten minutes ago, you asked me if I wanted to go wakeboarding, but you didn't inform me there's actually gators in the water. Like, you should have told me that before you asked me if I wanted to go wakeboarding. I would have said, nope, I'm Oh, good. my gosh. Like, I didn't even think about that. That was that. not a yeah. full disclosure. He did not disclose that. 
No. Okay. So Sam and Matt have been drinking who knows how long. I don't know. It, but Sam, he wasn't drinking a whole lot. I, I, at least I didn't see it. Maybe a beer. Right. While we're there for an hour. Like, he didn't have a lot of beverage. So he seems fine. We get back. And we go to dock, and John here jumps out of the boat to get on the dock to help park it, okay? And then Sam goes to stand up, falls out of the boat. Falls out of the boat. I don't know if he hit his head, his arm. Oh, How did he know? He hit something on the dock, right? Yeah, I think he hit his knee on the dock. On the dock. So then he's got part of his body on the dock, and then one leg hanging on the boat. Uh-huh. And he's trying to stay out of the water. Uh-huh. So I grab his other leg, trying to save him. John grabs his other leg. We're trying to park this boat, okay? So... We get it to the dock. He stands up, gets on the dock, and then collapses again, uh-huh. like falls again. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? So we finally get in there, and he had mowed his grass before we had got there. Hadn't drank a whole lot, and I think he was dehydrated. Probably. I think so, too. Yeah, he was working in the morning in the yard. It was hot. Very hot. It was a hot day. So I think he's more embarrassed than anything, but... This dude just fell out of the boat. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy, Matt, has bite marks on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> he's wounded, so, too. And he owns a defense law firm in the area. And he's the one who got bit by a dog. <laughs> like, that's the worst person. <laughs> to have bit by a dog. a defense attorney <laughs> in the area. So he owns he owns a house, like, across the lake. And mm-hmm. so he, he showed us that. So then Matt ends up leaving. We stay. We want to make sure that Sam's okay. So we go in the house and he's taking his blood pressure, all of that. He turns the TV on. And so we sit down and same thing happens. Steph, these dogs won't leave me alone. And so this one dog comes over and just like lays his head on my lap near my crotch. I don't know which one it is. So I turn to John as Sam's like taking his, his own blood pressure. I'm like, John, which one is this? Is this Jay or is this Joe? And <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it looks <laughs> the same to me. <laughs> I can't tell. I'm like, uh, hey, hey uh, Sam, which one is this? He's like, oh, that's that's Joey. You're fine. He'll cuddle with you all night. Don't worry about it. And so, again, I'm just nervous. Yeah. like, Because I just saw Matt have these bite marks all over him. And then we don't know what's going to happen with Sam. I was a little bit worried about him. I was too. Were you really? Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't looking good. He, he was, did not look good. Uh-uh. His blood pressure was low, and he was kind of lightheaded. Wanted us to so, stay. Yeah, we stayed for a while. and But he, I mean, he, he wanted us to spend the night, mm-hmm. all this stuff. He was in char- I think he was in charge of the tailgate, wasn't he? Yeah, One of the main he, people yeah, that was supposed to be, be there. downtown. Yeah, at later the tailgate. Later on the evening, yeah. So we didn't know if he was fine to drive, all of this. So finally, we go to leave, and basically, John and I saved his life. That's what I'm getting <laughs> at. Is that the, at the end of the day? <laughs> That's right. That's really what happened. I think John and I really did save his life. With Gatorade. But With yeah. Gatorade, yes. <laughs> if you like what you hear, please tell someone about us. As soon as this episode is over, go tell your spouse, your closest friend, a parent, a coworker, or share one of our posts on social media. However, if you don't like what you're hearing, please do not. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. Just disregard this message. Don't worry about Forget it. about us. Yep. Go on with your merry day. And to get more information about us or our entire catalog of episodes, be sure to check us out at kevinandsteph.com. Thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. We get to Gainesville. Mm -hmm. John, again, gets these electric bikes out. We park a mile or so away from the stadium. And we take these electric bikes and just zip right to the stadium stuff. It's perfect. Again. It's a dream come true for you. You would love it. It was amazing. He does not have to walk. Have it was fantastic. <laughs> I saved so much energy <laughs> from not having to walk all around Gainesville. In the 100% humidity, yes. it was key. It was amazing. So John locked these two bikes to a bike rack near the stadium. And then we came back and it was fine. But we get to the stadium. Beautiful night. I mean, there was a wind. We had good seats. It is one of the biggest games of the year. 90,000 people are at the stadium for this. Tennessee, who's ranked, I think, 11th in the country, playing Florida. And people were so nice. Like, in in the area we were at, I didn't hear profanity. I didn't hear cursing. I didn't hear obnoxious drunk people. None of that. Yeah, it was was a lot of energy in that stadium, but it was was a great environment. Yes, it absolutely was. Because when I go to Ohio State games, I would say probably 10% of Ohio State fans are are rude and obnoxious, mm-hmm. okay? The problem is, at Ohio Stadium, there's 100,000 people. If there's 10% mm-hmm. annoying, that's 10,000 people that are obnoxious and someone's going to be around you. Mm-hmm. And it can ruin the experience. Yeah. But here at Florida, mm-hmm. I didn't see any of that, right? Everyone was very kind to even Tennessee volunteer fans, mm-hmm. right? The only wild thing that happened was 
at some point during the game, there was a gentleman. He looked like a drunk hillbilly. <laughs> I think so. Like right out of the mountain stuff. He was in the row behind of us, and he stepped down. He was trying to step down into our row uh-huh. and totally wiped out, like trampled down a couple rows, like trip fell, <laughs> just boom, 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 boom into a, like the row in front of us. And then did he, you come to the rescue? We did. We rescued him, Gatorade <laughs> too. We saved his life as well. <laughs> <Pretty much>. <laughs> <laughs> and then he left. I thought he was done for the night. But then he came back. Kept coming back. He kept coming back. He went in and out, in and out, probably four times during the night. Like, dude, can you just park it? Uh-huh. Can you seriously just park it instead of going in and out? He's probably going to the bathroom. Probably, probably was. Right. Yeah. Going up and down those stairs. That was risking his life he every was. time. He was so tipsy. Like, can you imagine sitting there and all of a sudden someone like rams right into your uh-huh. back and you're there, stop? Yeah. So he literally just like trampled down like, oh my gosh. But fantastic. So we got out of there, uh, I don't know, 11 o'clock or something, but... Before we move on to the next day, I think we should talk about your driving, John. <laughs> so we leave. John's got this big F-250. Totally. He has no problems hitting a curb, <laughs> running over a curb. That's right. That's why you lift it. You can drive over anything yes. you want. <laughs> he drives fast. And I think he plays this game internally where he tries to get as close to the car in front of him without <laughs> hitting the brakes. I think that's what you do. <laughs> so we leave the game. And there's, of course, other football games on. Mm-hmm. He gets on his phone, the Colorado, Colorado State game. Yes. All right. Great game. It might end up being one of the best games of the year. All right. Plugs it into his charger, sets that on the dashboard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then he complains that he needs to somehow hack the system where he can plug in his phone and it goes into his GPS system there. Like in his truck. Yes. Like that's even more distraction. Mm -hmm. John is hands down stuff. The most distracted driver (laughs) I have ever seen in my life. He's texting. He's performing surgery <laughs> over the phone. He's hitting curbs. So he's watching college football games. So we're watching this college football game, and there's a big play or something. John's looking at the game, and all of a sudden, we hit this rumble strip. <gasps> and he turned, and it's a rumble strip, and it's a part where, I don't know if we're going to bridge, but there's, there's guardrails wherever you're at. And almost hits the guardrail <laughs> with his truck. Jerks it back. <laughs> Jerks it back on the on the road. I'm like, dude, can you pay attention a little closer, please? Yeah, it was bad timing. There was a there was a big play and a, and a curve in the road. <laughs> we just went off road just a little bit. That's Not what we got fault. the big tires for. See, he's so you've been so safe in that car, Kevin. Nothing could have hurt you. Oh my gosh, he almost wrecked his car. Then the next day, we're driving somewhere, and the vehicles in front of him are going too slow out in the country. So it is like a truck and a camper and then two cars behind that. So John, of course, gets in the other lane. It's a two-lane road, gets the other lane and just floors floors it. it. But it takes a while to get past all of these vehicles in a camper, Uh right? That's a lot of space. Well, there's a car coming. It's looking like we're playing chicken with this other car. I actually got nervous. I'm like, dude, like we're getting close here. Like, let's go, John. Let's go. And then finally he zips over. And then the car goes by, and then John's like, that was kind of close, wasn't it? <laughs> like, yes. Was it just me, or that, that one, was a little close? That was a little close. So then John informs me, just out of the blue, I didn't ask, mm-hmm. hey, my personal record's actually 15 cars. <laughs> <laughs> Am I making this up? No, you're right. You're right. He has passed on the country 15 cars at one time. Like, he was proud to tell me that. My personal record's 15 cars. And who's counting? You? I was counting. <laughs> we go by. Florida's a long, flat state. <laughs> Some long roads. It is something to be proud of. 15. It was, yeah. it was. 15. 15. How much ground do you have to make up to pass Without 15? Without another car coming at 15 you. 15 cars. The, the risk this man takes. Yep. Off the charts. So, Sunday night comes. And John's like, do you want to go out again? Hog hunting. I'm like, heck yes, I do. If if you're offering, I would love to. But I'm concerned about him, right? You've got to be at work at 7 a.m. the next morning. And your feeder goes off like at 11 o'clock or something. So I didn't want John to be out like super late and get the sleep he needs. But you said you were fine. Yeah, no issues. We're used to that, yeah. Yes, with all the energy of this guy. (laughs) So Wait, did you take a shower before you I had to, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So he washed... He washed the clothes again, uh-huh. the scentless soap, gave me the, the body wash, went through all of that again, and put all that on. So, again, we go out probably 10.30, I would say, at this yep. time to, to get there. And so, we're on our way there, and I'm just like, John, here we go, brother. Like, I'm giving a pep talk. 
Mike, we got one shot. We have been trained. We have been we've been trained for such a moment as this, John, that we are going to take out these hogs. This is the night. This is how the trip ends. This is it. Yes. And I'm like giving this pep talk really to myself. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, hey, don't be scared. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he was fired up. So I'm like, here we go. Here we go. So I've got the experience now. I know what we're doing. I know how to get in the tree stand, tree stand, all of that. Here we go. So, so we get up there and we're there in plenty of time and we're sitting there waiting, waiting, looking. We see armadillos. We see raccoons. We see everything but a hog. <laughs> everything but hogs is right. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think we got outsmarted. So we're sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. We sat there for an hour. It was about an hour. Oh, about an hour. Oh no. Nothing showed up. No. Nothing. Oh for two. No, you didn't get no, anything. We didn't get anything. I so wanted to take a picture with me and a hog and show you. We didn't get anything. And then John's oh. like, "This is one of the few times I've never seen a hog or I've never shot a hog. Like every time I come out here, I, get, <laughs> <laughs> I seem to get one. I'm so sorry." So, do you eat the meat then? Yeah. We had John some nachos, had some nachos, carnitos, nachos. Yep. nachos. It was fantastic. Really? Oh, Steph, it was so good. So you just take it to like a regular butcher? Like no. They have like Hulk He's butchers? a surgeon. We, do it. we he cut does it apart, himself. throw oh, it on that's ice. true. Throw it in the crock pot. Yes, he does himself. He loves it. Like, oh yeah, he's scrape, 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 whatever. I was actually looking forward to seeing him, his scalpel skills. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's right up his alley. So yeah, he does himself. Does someone have to teach you or are you like, I can figure this out? Yeah, I had a guy show me. Uh-huh. And there's plenty of YouTube videos too, but. It's not that not that hard, isn't it? No. Oh, dang so, it! So I, I thought for sure you were like beefing it up to let me know. I that know you, got one. you were thinking I was going to tell you. We got oh, one, I thought it. for sure you had. Oh, I'm sorry. Just we means you'll have to come down again. Yes, next trip. Hey, gotta let him come down. Make sure there's a bike for him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have the bike ready for you. Friends, we want to encourage you to please follow us wherever you listen to this, whether it's on the Apple Podcast app, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or one of the other platforms. You guys, it's completely free. And while you're there, feel free to give us a rating or a nice review. Thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story.